So we're enjoying together this wonderful chapter on life in the Spirit or life freed from the power of death and living in the resurrection of Jesus. It has so much practical implication to us. So I hope you will continue listening as we can as we explore another verse today, which has a couple of different interpretations, and I'm not sure which one is exactly the right one, but I'll share them both with you, and uh, we can. Uh, you can either take your pick or take both. <laughs> Colin Cook here, and how it happens. Thank you very much for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel as described in the book of Romans, this marvelous book which was inspired by the Spirit. You remember Jesus himself appointed Paul to go and preach and teach the gospel throughout the then-known world, and what a missionary that man became. And we thank God for the writing of this book. I regularly thank God for it because it explains so much of the meaning of Jesus in the Gospels. Let's not separate Romans from the Gospels or the Gospels from the Old Testament prophets as if they all sat alone and isolated and each had a different interpretation. No, this is the Word of God that has been brought through the ages to us by the guidance of the Holy Spirit so that one book explains another. And that's what we'll find as we work through this book of Romans. In addition to that, by the way, this book will train your faith. In a way, this program is a faith training program. I'm not here simply to inspire, but to train your faith so that you and I may know how to believe, know what to believe in, know how to apply that faith uh, at the difficult, during the difficult circumstances of our lives, especially during addictions and failures and defeats. Because when we know how to bounce back, we will bounce back better each time and uh, have more freedom in our lives. Well, join me every day. You can do so any time of the day or night by downloading a free app to your uh, smartphone, say, or other remote device. You can download uh, uh, SoundCloud or Spotify or Podbean, or you can go to Google Podcasts too, and you simply uh, key in how it happens with Colin Cook when you get there. Or you can listen on the radio at 10 o'clock in the evening uh, and repeat it at 4 in the morning in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states on KLTT AM 670. That's KLTT AM 670. Well, now, this verse that has, uh, is open to a couple of different interpretations is verse 11 of chapter 8. Let me make some connections here with verse uh, 9 and 10. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not of his. But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And we studied those verses in the last previous days. But if, now this is the verse today, if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. And the two interpretations are that one is uh, one interpretation is saying that the Spirit will um, 
who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies at the coming of Jesus Christ when you will receive a new um, immortal body and uh, incorruptible body at his second coming. And the other interpretation is that this is talking about now, that the Spirit um, who raised Jesus from the the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies now. And he's saying that because um, uh, he has just said that now that you're in Christ, your body is dead. That is, it is dead to the kingdom of Adam. That is, your human nature does not come, your fallen human nature does not come under the judgment of sin and death, which is in the kingdom of Adam. But now that we are in the new kingdom of Christ, then that same body, which previously belonged to the kingdom of Adam, um, now belongs to the kingdom of Christ, and the Holy Spirit will give new life to it. Well, you know, as I explain that to you, I realize that I really believe that it means that second explanation, that is that Paul is talking about the, re- the, the resuscitation, the, the revival that we experience in our human nature, in our bodies, when we come to Christ and on a da- daily basis, you know, we may get up in the morning tired and weary and have no will to do anything, and uh, we call upon the Lord, and Father, please um, refresh me with your life, with your resurrection life, and bring life to me this day. I find that often, <laughs> I will tell you, that it comes along with a cup of tea as well. I always have my cup of tea in the morning. But I sit there, and I find myself revived not simply from the cup of tea, but from the fact that the Lord is my life, the Lord loves me, the Lord has had mercy upon this poor soul who is a sinner before God, and the Lord wants to revive my soul. As it says in Psalm 23, I love that. Thou, uh, What is it? Thou revivest my soul. And um, that revival of soul enables us to go forward and to do something productive this day or this week. You know, there is a beautiful psalm. I'm sure you're very well aware of it. Psalm 139 that helps us to be aware of this life-giving life of the Spirit. Um, Psalm 139, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, that is in the grave, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall upon me, even the night shall be light about me. 
Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the light shi- the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. Well, you know, when you think through those words, or just hear them rather than even thinking them through, just letting them drift upon your soul, they give life to you. They help you to realize that there's not a single day that goes by without God is revivifying our spirit, livening our spirit, awakening it. You are aware, aren't you? I'm sure of you uh, that you're just as aware as I am that the human nature, the the sinful nature in which we live, is su- simply disinclined to know, or love, or worship God, or do anything useful and practical in the world. We just want to escape, or we want to do nothing, or we want to do our own thing, and just uh, have fun in this world, or we just get so tied up with our work and earning a living uh, based on uh, our monthly budget, and we are so driven by that necessity that we forget the spiritual things of the world, of, of the kingdom. We are simply concentrated on the world. And it's at times like that when our spirit feels dead that you and I can say, Father, thank you so much that you are my life. You are my life. Thou art my life, though I be dead. You know, I think it was Christina Georgina Rossetti, the uh, hymn writer, who uh, 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 penned those words. Thou art my life, though I be dead. And sometimes, as I say, as we wake up in the morning or as we get going on a day, um, we just don't feel like it. And we then can allow ourselves to think of the Holy Spirit um, with us at every ta- every moment. He knows our rising up and our lying down. He knows every word on our tongue before we even utter it. And he is there and with us, breaking through with the spirit of the resurrected life of Jesus. Now, it's essential to believe this kind of thing, this reality, when our human nature wants to rebel and uh, uh, go into our addiction or our sins. And perhaps you've gone into your addiction and your sin, and you you now um, feel trashed, and uh, you feel unworthy of God, and you feel the deadness of your soul and spirit. And then it is that you lift up your life, your heart in faith, and you say, Father, Though I be dead, I thank you that Jesus is my resurrected life. I thank you that in him I live the resurrection, even though my body doesn't feel it, because my body is dead because of sin. But I praise you that I am alive in Christ and resurrected in him. Now, as you express these faith realities to God, it is really quite amazing you experience the Holy Spirit bringing energy to your body. Have you ever noticed that, that you might be sitting there and you might just feel negative thoughts and you feel the heaviness of them and then you speak faith into your heart, rather speak faith up to God, and you know in those words, in that moment of speaking, that life of faith 
you are coming alive. Your energy is returning. Thou restorest my soul, says David in Psalm 23. So let's look at that again then, verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And you know that God's spirit dwells in you, don't you? How? As I said yesterday, because you believe in Jesus Christ. Any man who believes that Jesus is the Son of God and the Savior of the world and his Savior has the Spirit within him. You cannot believe without the Spirit. And so then Paul says, and we'll talk more about this next time, but just a little bit now, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. That is, we do not owe our natural humanity anything. Even though it demands attention, um, come on, go this way, sin with me, because that's who you are. We say, no, we don't. That's not who we are anymore, because Christ has become our atoning sacrifice. His death means that our humanity is counted as dead, and his resurrection means that we are counted as alive. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to make a donation to support the broadcast, it's very, very welcome. This is listener-supported radio, and each program of 15 minutes costs $39, which is $850 to $900 per month. If you would like to make a donation then to keep the program going or support it even for a whole month, you are welcome to do so. Please send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Little Colorado 80160. Or you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. This program is now in its 24th year, and I'm thankful to God and to you for keeping it going so long. I'll see you next time then. Cheerio and God bless.